Heart. You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. What is heart? Heart is running through a return man when the game is on the line. Heart is giving everything you have in practice, day after day. Heart is finding the strength to run down the field one more time when you can barely breathe. The heart in me pumps Husker Red. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Five Heart Podcast, brought to you by Coronation and hosted on JitteryMonkey.com. And this is episode number 26. I'm your host, co-host, one half of your tag team, uh, tag team duo. Wait, that didn't make any sense. But I'm just going to let it roll. My name is Greg Mahochko. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend, uh, fellow Husker fan and longtime broadcast buddy, Mr. Brian Tobe. Brian! You have a busy weekend ahead of you, I just learned now for the first time. I told him like three days ago, and he doesn't pay attention, folks, so it's like your wife. <laughs> like, like, you tell him multiple times, and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, 20 minutes before you're leaving, where are you going? You never said nothing. So, uh... And you're like, yeah, I told you this a few weeks ago. As your dog tapped grip. your dog... We've been we've been we've been on a Skype call for seven minutes, guys. Dog was perfectly silent. The second we hit the record button, your dog decides to do a little bit of Fred Astaire. That's awesome. <laughs> the dog was in the other room eating, and then Lucky decided that she needed to be part of the conversation as well. So, oh, oh, look, Dad! I'm Ginger Rogers. Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right. So you said Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers. Who else? Who else were we uh, missing? Uh, Danny Kay. Uh, Dance on air. Hmm. We're gonna have the hap- we're gonna have the hap hap happiest fucking Christmas. <laughs> every time, every time I think of Danny K, I think of two things. I think of Walter Mitty. Okay, the old Walter Mitty, not the, the not the stoked out um, Ben Affleck version. Ben Stiller. Okay. Ben Stiller, whatever. Is it ben mean, Stiller? Yeah, it's Ben Stiller. I mean, right. there's a quite a, there's a sizable difference between the two. I don't. Watch a lot of movies. I watched that movie. I watched the new movie, but I'm like, eh, it's not the only one. <clears throat> I think of that, and then I think of the uh, was it Christmas Vacation? That it was Chevy Christmas Chase had that Vacation. Line? The hap hap happiest <clears throat> Christmas since Danny Kaye tap danced with uh, Bing Crosby. And then don't touch. <laughs> so uh, we'd probably get in trouble if we played that clip, wouldn't we? I it, it'd take more time to find it than I have the energy to do. Called YouTube. <clears throat> anyway, well, I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't take long to find it. Okay. It would take my, long to my do the weekend. Work. My weekend, and I'll remind you all before I leave today, tonight. Yeah. You know, depend, depending on when we publish this, I think we're publishing it Saturday. No, we're publishing well, it in the morning. Friday morning, okay. Friday morning tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, I will be at Dr Pepper Ballpark in Frisco, Texas, home of. The Frisco Rough Riders, double-A affiliation of your Texas Rangers. The reason I'm there, though, is Nebraska's taking on Oklahoma State, Arkansas, and Arizona in the inaugural. <clears throat> Wait, I got to I gotta say it right. They asked me to say it right. When you first say it, you have to say it right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The inaugural. I tuned out after you said your the tur- Texas Rangers. Yeah, well. We can't all we can't help that we didn't steal any information today. But anyway, <laughs> it's 
We're there for the inaugural Frisco Classic presented by Baylor Scott and White Sports Therapy and Research at the Star. That's the name of the tournament. And they're the Frisco Rough Riders, you say? Frisco Rough Riders. All right. You know who oh. the first Rough Riders were? Um, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt and the charge up San Juan Hill. Well done, sir. I'm proud you know, of you. You know you know how I know that very well? Because I had to study that very well. But also, you know what reminds you of that? The Frisco mascot, the little color, color mascot and everything like that is Teddy. Huh. And it's actually kind of it's actually a really cool little thing what they've done. They kind of did the whole eighteen seventies type of type and everything like that, and it's pretty cool. <clears throat> it's a nice ball. It's got a lazy river on it. I guess between games, I can go float down the lazy river. You know who so. else are uh, are the Rough Riders? Who the Saskatchewan Rough Riders of the CFL? Yeah, that's right. Wasn't there two teams named Rough Riders Ottawa? There was a time – they're called Red Blacks now, but they used to be called the Rough Riders. No, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, so That's probably more CFL uh, but yeah. history than I uh, – I'll be there if you're there. Make sure you find Brian. If you're there, come say hi. Yeah, I'll be at the – I guess the North Texas for Nebraska is the little alumni group there who – I start I, when I first moved here. I kind of went to their places, but now I don't. Um, that's just because Big Ten Network and everything. Because you, you only go there for like, you know, the pay per views. Because hmm. you'd rather just spend ten bucks there. And then you, you spend five bucks to get in, and then you spend the food, and you know it's okay. Um, but uh, be there, and they'll have hot dogs and all that jazz. If you're there, say hi. I'll have my laptop and all that jazz and plan on being there all three games and tonight and Saturday night's the late the late starts at seven thirty. The Sunday Sunday is at noon. It's a noon. I just wanna uh, I, to state for the record, unrelated, that you mentioned Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, and Jazz in the first ten minutes of the recording, so it's gonna be a good show. What's wrong with that? So I didn't think anything was wrong with it. Speaking of not being able to dance very well like those guys, let's talk Nebraska basketball. Are you saying they're not dancing? I'm saying that we're probably seeing a firing come next week. I don't uh, I don't know. It was unusual because, to see well, Sean Eichhorst, you know, right behind the bench Well, in the game against uh, Minnesota. You can't. I mean, you really can't tell me that you know Sean Eichhorst has been at every home game because he has. I mean, I get the whole right, I but he hasn't whole, been sitting behind the bench. I mean, he's probably got a box or yeah, somewhere but, up away from the action. Yeah, I, I, let's say this, okay? Let's say this. They have the they have the decent they have the one point sneak by against Ohio State. Okay, and then they have the ten twelve. 13-point win? I'm, I'm not looking it up, but against Penn State, right? Correct. And everything's fine and dandy and all. And then a columnist decides to bomb. You know. Hey, you know, don't fire 10 miles, blah, 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 blah. And nobody was talking about the time firing 10 miles. Nobody's talking about job security. Okay. 
I mean, it is a piece that could have waited. Till, you know, we talked about this last week. It could have waited till the end of the season. And ever since then, Nebraska's put out three big, fat, wet farts. Okay. I, for one, was particularly disappointed in the Illinois game. I think I think some people, honestly, gosh, honestly, gosh, some people are more disappointed in the Illinois game than they are the Gardner Webb game. Because Illinois had their back against the wall, you know, and Gross just may get fired still. Who knows? Um, and they made you. Know, they made the number six and number like seven or eight. Mich- Illinois is like the eighth team, eighth best team, eighth in the Big Ten. I know that at the time both were six and ten in the conference and were right at the cusp of being in that you know that bottom tier of where you don't want to be heading into the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, it, and all of a sudden, Michigan State blew Nebraska out of the water with four freshmen for the most part. Okay. Um, then Illinois blew him out the second half. Okay. And then, I mean, you get to, you know, we've taped in the Thursday. We get there tonight at, and they're playing decently against Minnesota. They're not playing bad. I don't think Minnesota was playing great. Minnesota didn't, Minnesota didn't shoot the three very well. They were over for the first half, but then the last five minutes, it goes from a three point deficit to a, to what a 13 14 point deficit I know in the yeah, first half deficit. it was the the first half closed with Minnesota going on a 14 2 run 14 something two. like that yeah yeah um and you know who was there John was there our esteemed leader huh. and you know the, well, the see, first I, I message not, he I puts, know that and, and he went tonight and for the first message he's posted tonight and the, is what the fuck did I just watch? You know, and, and they get. I, I, if it's one thing to lose, okay, if it, they're going to lose basketball games, I get that. That's fine. It, it's going to happen, okay. They're young. Um, there's no real true leader. You can say Ty's a leader, but I don't know if he's a leader. Okay, they're going to lose basketball games. I think what's happening is the way they're losing these games just make everybody sick. You know, I mean. Minnesota didn't shoot the three that well. And they were only like what four ten for the entire game. Yeah, it's forty percent, but they didn't you know, they were like bomb away like all the other schools have. Minnesota just straight up kicked their ass on the inside. Okay. And this straight you know man, it wasn't even close on the inside. And and I think the thing is you see the post game comments afterwards, okay? And Tim Miles is saying we need a quarterback, we need a leader. Um, a Tommy Armstrong, you know, we need somebody that can make. You know, we need a quarterback on this team. You know, there's no confidence, but they're going to keep playing hard. But there's no confidence. Well, you can play hard without confidence, but guess what? I don't know. Yeah. I. <clears throat> All right, so let me throw out a crazy idea. Ed Morrow Jr., when he went down with the injury, that hurt Nebraska pretty significantly. But can can we say that maybe Big Ten basketball is not the place for someone to be getting their first real taste of the sport in, in Jordy Chumanga? I mean, I know he's 6'11", but is, 
There, I don't think there's what there's enough raw talent there to to shine on the floor in in Big Ten conference play. If that's the case, then you know, I mean, I buy that to a fault, but it's not like Jordy hasn't gotten better. No, I okay? and Jordy's not the Jordy's not the problem. Jordy is not the problem. The problem is three point defense. Okay, save tonight, mind you. Tonight, you know what the problem was? The problem was um, 16 turnovers, which ironically is just how many Minnesota had. But also, Minnesota had 11 blocks, the best blocking team in America. You're not going to win inside the paint with that, okay? You're not. Um, Nebraska had 10 assists tonight. For the game, ten assists. I saw late that Ty was just trying to take the game over and do anything he could just to get some points. But in doing so, and and not, I'm not saying like in transition, but you know, out of the half court, he's just calling some ISO, going down the lane, and then not getting the points out of it at the end. And that's not that's not productive. Um, no, nobody was nobody was saying anything if they kept if there was being foul drawn. Okay. It, Nebraska shot 12 free throws. Minnesota made 17. Yeah. That's a big deal. Nebraska didn't shoot a free throw the first half. Okay. Um, Minnesota shot 13 the first half. So it just seems like a myriad of just off, offensively, you know, I don't know if they panic. Um, I don't know if they just – um, oh, it's just frustrating because you, you know, you you can't use the young excuse because all no, the no, damn we teams talked about the that last week. Yeah, we talked about that last week. What is? Let me let me ask you this question, and and it, I know I'm sure you know David could answer anybody who follows Nebraska ball and writes about it, but but it would take some somebody who. No, you know, follows to Miles more. What's Miles Hallmark? Like, what's his calling card? What What is that one thing that you can always expect from a Tim Miles team? Is this supposed to be grit and, and, and you know, pardon the, the phrase, but that five heart, you know, type of tenacity? Is it, is it defense? Is it shooting? I mean, what is, what is his, what's his claim to fame from the coaching side? I think, you know, when he was successful, especially here in Nebraska that one year, the the defense helped the offense. The offense, you know, they made decent decisions and shots fell. I mean, you can make good decisions, but <clears throat> the shots don't fall, so be it. So um, I, I think I think it's really hurt that Craig Smith left Nebraska. You know, Craig Smith was here his first two years. It was his offensive mind. And it seemed like once Craig Smith got the job at South Dakota – um, everything kind of s- snowballed, for lack of a better term. You know, offensively, that next year, Petaway struggled. You know, um, <clears throat> and Nebraska doesn't have a real offensive identity, if you think about it. They, um, they don't. I, I mean, mean, they kind of, they kind of, sort of do. But you got Webster doing his best. You got Webster and, driving and the, the lane. You got the young guys. Lane. You know, yeah, all, all playing supporting roles. I'm going to throw out a. A statement that 
is going to be controversial, but I, I hope it, that it, it doesn't come across as disparaging or unappreciative to to this player's contributions. But I think that Nebraska will be a better team next year without Ty Webster. No, see, th- here's the problem, and it's not like said, it, it, it's it's not. But I think that I think sometimes no. Ty feels he has to to carry the load. Um, and I think Here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's, here's the issue with that. Okay. You're, you're not necessarily wrong as in, you know, Ty feels like the carry, but this is going to be the third straight year where Nebraska replaces their, their leading scorer. Okay. Petaway, Andrew White, now Ty. Shields. Shield, okay, yeah, two shields. So fourth straight year. So fourth straight year, okay. That, yeah, yeah, Ty probably thinks too much, but then, you know what, so did Tehran, so did Shields at times. So did Andrew White, okay. I think, though, with the added, with an extra year of experience for for the Glenn Watsons and the Ed Morrows and and the Jordy Chumangas and Jacobson and McVeigh and and, uh, Roby, I just think that 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 added year of growth, somebody, you know, somebody's going to, you know, the, 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 the cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah. There's an old oh, Macho Man to. reference for you. So, um, but I think I think some someone will naturally uh, uh, elevate as a leader without it just being you know the the oldest guy by default, the veteran by default. Who's the damn leader right now? I think most people would still say Ty Webster. I, is he a leader? I mean, it, in the well, true aspect of if, uh, let, let, let's in talk, the, you know, in the, in st- the true, statistically, in the true, no, in the true, in the true aspect, he's the captain, and he is just the one who gets you your face and everything. Is he the true leader? I would say, in that regard, there is no true leader. That is the problem. That is the issue. Whether it's meant to be or not, there's no guy on this team. Okay, other than Tim, the head coach, that's gonna get your get in your face, you know, let you know when you've done bad or when you've done good. Okay. We all clamor and call you want a leader. Uh, there has to be a leader. Okay, nobody's come up in that. Okay. The last guy that was tell me the last leader on this basketball team. It was Predaway. I was gonna say Predaway. Siobhan, 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 Siobhan. Siobhan, Siobhan, I'll say Siobhan. But you know what? Ty hasn't been Ty's not leadership material it's been like that for four years okay Ty's grown as a better he's a better player now but he just doesn't have that thing about him doesn't have that it to be a leader leadership quality no you you don't become you don't sit there and take a class you know leadership 303 your junior year (laughs) of being an athlete athlete and say oh this is how I become a leader because that's not how it is. You I mean your your teammates? You know, I don't see. You know, and this is something that really bugs me. So, Tim Miles was asked at the end was asked tonight, yesterday. Um, you know, 
right, who's, you know, what about Ty for Sunday? What about, you know, what about Ty's career on Sunday? Okay. It's his senior day in Lincoln mm-hmm. as they play Michigan. Okay. Now, you figure, you know, he's been there four years with Tim, and Tim would be really kind of sentimental and all that jazz and blah, 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 you know. Um, the question was, hold on. Um, by the way, I want to teach that leadership 303 course junior years to student athletes. We have a good time. We show a lot of, a lot of, uh, Herb Brooks, the movie miracle. That's leadership. Uh, okay. I'm trying to find the line cause, um, something, I'm trying. I'm, I'm not trying to. Let's paraphrase. Medial. Paraphrase. Well, he asked about Ty Webster. You know, um, he asked about Ty Webster. You know, Sunday, and, and and he didn't. The answer didn't even include Ty's name. It, it was something about well, this team has a couple more games left, and such and so forth, and and you know they just got to keep playing for each other and. And you're sitting there going, question was about Ty in his career. And, and the way he answered it was, well, you know, they got a couple games left to play for and so on. You know, they got to get – they're suffering from a crisis of confidence and they need to get more confident. Well, they're not, you're not going to get more confident after game 29. Okay. Okay. Question. On the upcoming senior day for Ty Webster, the quote is, I quote, well, I mean, at this time of year, all you can do is get get better. All you can worry about is getting better. The young guys, it's amazing. Just generationally, they have confidence for a while, lose it easily and get it back easily. Just keep teaching and keep coaching and get it back right away. That was the statement about Ty Webster and his career at Nebraska. It also, and I'll, I'll take a different path on this. Uh, because I've, you know, I, I've been the guy who asks those questions and very often the response given is team oriented. And I understand he's the only senior on upcoming senior day. However, there's still that, you know, uh, the, no, the, no one players, you know, bigger than the program type of thing. So I'll give him a pass on that one. It's, it's still not the uh, – God, we're, we're, all I hear is next year. All I hear is next year, and all I hear is, you know – I didn't and, say and anything said, about next year, Brian. No, 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 no. I'm saying it because every that's all everybody wants to talk about. It's just next year. It's next year. Oh, we'll just – next year comes and the team will be better, and we'll be an NCAA tournament team. And you know, you know what? You're not doing what you saw on the other side of the damn floor. They were 7-22. and 22, Now they're 23-7. and seven. Okay. It's not just well, you know, we'll just flip the switch and Minnesota can be the team. The other way. I'm tired of being finding teams to emulate. Okay. It gets annoying. It gets old. It get, I get. I'm tired of Tim getting a pass. Okay, because guess what? Guys like Bo Pliny, we held the same. You know, not necessarily had the same standard, but guess what? We didn't say youth was a pass. We didn't say inexperience was a pass. I don't think you know, you're understanding what. Passes no, I, that I'm giving him. I'm I'm giving I, him a pass on this question, not on the season. No, 
don't give pass on the question because it's your one guy, like you said, that is you've sat there and has stayed with you the whole time, could have left your ass, you know, more than anything, and you just completely blow it off. I, I'm not giving him a pass on that. You know, gosh, we just need to get better. No, talk about, you know, it, it just it sounds like he mailed in that presser. And, and there's no chance that, you know, on Sunday after the game, he's not going to say something more meaningful, more direct. I mean, I'm sure then. Yeah. But just honest, answer the question. Quit, if you didn't want to sit in the damn presser, get out of the damn presser. That's my problem. With Tim right now, Tim, it's just you know. Oh, this team needs a quarterback. This team needs you know constant management. Tim, you've been there. You're you've overcoached this team for five fucking years. Okay, you've been screaming at their ears every time. You asked Isaiah Roby the other night who the fuck he thinks he is, and everybody saw it on TV. Tim. Okay. So by all means, tell me, enlighten me some more about your con. Your you know. The constant management your team needs, and you you keep getting your ass kicked up and down the building. Um, you know, he's there. What twelve and seventeen now? And he's going to have if he doesn't win another game the rest of the year, he's going to have the third worst, no, the second worst record at Nebraska since World War II, if I remember right. But by all means, tell me how they need constant management, Tim. Tell me how you ignoring it. Um, um, tell me how you ignoring a question, you know, showing that constant management by ignoring a question and telling everybody how, you know, there's no quarterback. They need to huddle up and such. No, Tim, they need to defend the three better. Okay. They need to, they need to figure out what's going on in offense a little more. The offense can't be Michael Jacobson, Jacobson's hoist with five seconds to go. Tell me that. Tell me how Glenn Watson can get better. Tell me how Ed Marles can stop, you know, taking – putting the ball on the, on the floor and losing it every third time, it seems like. Tell me that. I mean, I'm just I, – I guess I'm more frustrated than anybody because I see – I defended Tim Miles. I really like Tim Miles. I actually think he's a decent person, but right now it's really annoying as hell because – Everybody's just so checked out of this year and the next year, and they're just, oh, it's going to happen next year. It's going to happen next year. And if it doesn't, and guess what? We've wasted a whole year. You know, if, if you want to fire him, I get it. But you've just wasted a whole goddamn year, you know, waiting to see, you know, it's going to come together. And if it doesn't, guess what? You're going to say next year it's just going to come together because then they're all going to be a year older. It, it just. It just feels like Tim doesn't give I, – I, I'm not saying he doesn't care. What I am saying is that it's everybody's just so checked out of this year when there were games to win. It, it just feels like we should just donate 2 nothing the rest of the year to Michigan or whoever the hell we, is 12th place at the Big Ten tournament because we're going to be 13th. That, that's the frustrating thing. We're going to beat Maryland at their home floor. We're going to beat Indiana. We're going to beat the conference champs, Purdue, and we're going to be a couple games above Rutgers. Only be, and that's not because we beat them in Jersey. That's the frustrating thing. What? Hard my hard my snapping, but it just you know, 
man. So in your oh. in in your mind, it, if if the place if, to go, man. I know if the season ended right now, if there was no more games played, does Tim Miles stay in Lincoln? I I don't think so. I don't it, think so. Let, let me it, let, it, let me let me let me be a little bit more direct. If you're Sean Eichhorst and you may have to make that decision and there's no more season to play as of right now, let's take Michigan and the Big Ten tournament off the table, is Tim Miles your head coach next year if you're Sean Eichhorst making that decision? I seriously don't think so. You know why? Because I can't give him a I can't give him a extension. Okay. I can't reward twelve and eighteen with here's two years. Because the guys in Omaha just told me I'm a piece of shit if I don't give it to you. Okay. Um, you've had five years here, four years at a brand new arena that has always been sold out every single game you've been here. And you've won exactly 12 less games than Doc Sadler was, who was absolutely got off horrible. He's won 12 less games than Doc Sadler. And I thought Doc Sadler sucked. Let me. There's. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say. Let me follow up. What? We we talked about this last week about that article that came out um, as crappy as it was, and that you know perhaps it gives the team the feeling of the, like they have to play for their coach's job, which, based on the last three games, they must not. You know, well, I'm not going to finish that thought. But what? How how do the Huskers have to perform Michigan and in the tournament to let let's say let's say that it you know you're on the you're right there on the fence and he could either stay or go. A win at if home. He, if, a, if you're on the fence right now, then that's a you, you either. I don't think. Well, no, no. I mean, what, what? How, how does this team have to perform? Let's say, let's say that you know, in which it should be, performance should be, you know, the the ultimate factor. And it's been a disappointing season, no doubt about it. How do, how does this team have to finish to you know, keep Tim Miles and Lincoln? Um, Jesus, beat. Win three games in the Big Ten tournament, maybe. But let, you know, let, let's let's face that aspect, okay? We thought, what was it, two weeks ago, two weekends ago, that Nebraska was if Nebraska's three and one, uh, they're in the NIT, and right now they're over. You know, they're they're beyond over. They they got a big donut. Oh boy, big donut. I mean, it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating because this had to happen because somebody couldn't just, for lack of a better term, shut up. And, you know, and I'll say this. Everybody cracks about Sean Eckhorst um, waiting to the end of the year and say something. This is probably why. Okay. This is why. And I remember a few years back when <clears throat> Doc Sadler got that big extension from Tom Osborne right before the uh, 
right before the right before the NIT. And his next last year, you know, and they played okay that year, and he got a big old extension from Tom Osborne. And then they went down down the road, down 35 there to Wichita, and got absolutely just skull fucked by Wichita State. And it wasn't even that close of a game. I remember watch. I remember watching that game. Um, back in spring break in Lincoln at Sun Valley Lanes, and we were all sitting there just in awe, going, "Oh my god, I couldn't believe we we're lo- losing like this." But guess what? Um, try to remember what season that was. Uh, I think it was the twenty. I think it was twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. I think it was twenty thirteen. Doc's the last next last season. Couldn't have been twenty thirteen if if. This is Miles' fifth year. Yeah, it'll be maybe 2011 or something. I think you're right, 2011. I, that was just a guess I didn't know, but... I think you're right, actually. Yeah, they lost They they lost by one to Oklahoma State in the Big Ten. Okay. And, and they just they just knocked off... Remember, they knocked off of... Uh, they beat third-ranked Texas that year in Devaney. And they... And they beat Iowa State in overtime in Ames. No, they lost overtime in Ames. And they just lost overtime. They lost to Colorado. They lost by one to Oklahoma State that year in the Big Ten in the Big Twelve Championship at Kansas City. And then he got the big extension from Osborne. And then they got absolutely just daddy womped at Wichita State. It was seventy six to forty nine. So, and and that there were they were nineteen and thirteen a year. They were nineteen and twelve, you know, and made the NIT. So, I, I don't. I just. I, I just wish it didn't happen because I kind of wish that we would have rode. You know, you know, you don't. What, what do they all say? You don't fuck with the winning streak? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm talking too much. But it, it's just frustrating. It's just it's just frustrating. And, and I, I don't want to hear about how it can be, you know, Minnesota can be a model for Nebraska and their turnaround because <clears throat> Rich Pitino should have been fired last year. You know, they had – they had to suspend three players. They had a bunch of transfers that came in this year. You know, I, ironically, you know, we dogged Tim Oz about the transfer game, and he's trying to homegrown some talent. And he got he's getting kind of whipped by a team that has a bunch of transfers popping in. You know, so uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm tired now, but goddamn. <laughs> And you got a busy day uh, ahead of you, so let's let's end the show on a positive topic, can we? Tear it up. All right. So uh, earlier this week, it was announced. See, we're bringing in a little wrestling uh, news for you. Uh, it was announced, and this is taken from Huskers.com, that seven Husker wrestlers are top five pre-seeds while nine uh, Huskers altogether are seated for this weekend's Big Ten Championships. And uh, All-American Eric Montoya leading Nebraska. He's a number two seed at 133 pounds, 23-2 and two this season, making his third Big Ten Championships appearance. 
Uh, he finished fifth uh, last year and eighth two years ago. Uh, Tim Lambert at 125 pounds, Tyler Berger at 157, and Aaron Studebaker, 197 pounds. Each are three seeds. Uh, Lambert's 26 and five. Uh, Berger's 27 and three, with all three of his losses coming to top two seeds. And Studebaker's 24 and six. Uh, and then a few more um, are, are in there as well. Colton McChrystal, number four at 141. Uh, T.J. Dudley, number five at 184. Colin Jensen, number five at heavyweight. And they are the top five with um, Dudley's a two-time All-American and runner-up a year ago. Um, Dustin Williams is number seven seed at 165. Micah Barnes, number nine at 174, are also pre-seeded for the Big Ten Championships. Uh, They begin uh, Saturday, tomorrow, and finish up on Sunday at Bloomington, Indiana, Assembly Hall there. Um, so you can check that out, BTN plus BTN to go. Um, be, we, don't, we don't cover wrestling a lot, do we? We don't. I, I made that uh, observation a few weeks ago. So I just thought I'd throw this out there. Um, you know, good good job. I, here, here's the thing. Nebraska, uh, you know, high school wrestling is not big in Illinois, um, you would think that it would be bigger because it's relatively an inexpensive, uh, you know, I mean, it sure, certainly is, is cheaper to have a wrestling team than a football team. Um, you know, but my little high school that had 82 kids in my senior class didn't have either. Um, but we had basketball, we had baseball, track, soccer, you know, things like that. Um, but it's, it's a, one of those things that's kind of reserved for the bigger schools. Um, but, you know, it's something that I really, I don't want to say got on board, but but uh, started, you know, kind of understanding when I got out to uh, Shadron. So um, kind of got a special place in my heart, and I always have positive, fond memories of, of, you know, going to duels and things like that and the district tournament that's usually out there at Shadron State College. Uh, uh, you know, it's a massive event. Uh, so, Thought I'd thought I'd bring a little wrestling news your way and 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 yep. and, and, and end the episode with a smile. You know, it, you know, I, I wonder about that part of it. I just wonder that. Hey, you know, since Iowa's so Iowa and Iowa State are so really damn good at wrestling, and, and that's no slight to them. I mean, it's those two schools: Penn State, Oklahoma State, and Nebraska. A little bit, I guess, not as much as it has been though. Um. You know, I wonder if that's the reason that a lot of kids like Illinois and such, I don't know if you don't hear about it, but mm-hmm. you, know, you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, and Illinois had had some good wrestlers uh, over the years as well, but but what really really got it for me after I left the good life uh, was the emergence of Jordan Burroughs. Uh, that really brought Nebraska wrestling back to the forefront uh, for me. In fact, when I was up in Shadron. I actually wrote an article for for the website for the radio station. It was it's really doofusy to to write an article for a radio station's website. But it was a column about uh, Rulon Gardner, uh, you know, from next door uh, in Wyoming, and and uh, his his Olympic run down in uh, Sydney. So anyway, just just something you know I wanted to throw out there so that it wasn't all piss and vinegar. 
Yeah, yeah fire, and, fire and brimstone. <laughs> fire and brimstone. Um, I think the only – and I'll say this one more thing about Tim. If he could win a couple games at the Big Ten tournament, I'd probably – I think a majority of people <clears throat> would probably be – okay with him coming back, but I think the problem is if he goes over for the next two games, a lot of people, and this is the reason, you know, you, if you want to fire Tim, you can say this, you know, uh, Nebraska hasn't not finished like this in the last, you know, four to the five years he's been here. You know, what makes, what gives you the credibility that history doesn't repeat yourself? Mm-hmm. I think that's a big question. If you think Tim is a guy that can get 22, 23, win, 21, 22, 23 wins out of this team next year, okay, sure. It, but again, you know, if it's NCAA or bust, but is it okay? It's twenty. It's twenty. It's twenty wins. You're kind of bust, you know. And, it, and if he gets screwed out of a bubble, I'd I'd be okay with that. If he, but if you play, they play themselves out of a chance to go to the NCAA tournament, that's another thing. You know, someone in the slack room uh, during that Minnesota game made the comment that this is the kind of team, though. And, and as you mentioned before, with the the wins they've had over, you know, like Iowa went to Madison and knocked off, you know, top 25 Wisconsin team uh, earlier tonight. And, you know, Nebraska beat Iowa in, in double overtime. They have road wins against, um, as you mentioned, Ohio State and and actually, no, I think Ohio State was home game, but uh, they, they've beaten Purdue. They road wins against Maryland and Indiana, and they've beaten some good teams. It, it would be very Nebraska-like to put on a, some damn run and and win the whole thing. I mean, that's that's the point somebody made in the slack room is you know it's it's feasible. Now they were being more you know like you know backhand compliment more than you know it's like it's like hey you know there's a chance that. You know this this team could pull off some monumental, you know, unexpected miracle. Um, and we also didn't think that they shit the bed this hard the last week and a half. True. And then also this week, have we been told that Nebraska basketball, uh, quote unquote, needs to know their place? Who, who you know, said that? I, I didn't. Some, some some national guy. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, my statement was, "You mean like Northwestern?" And I never got an answer. Hmm. So, so anyway, that's um, yeah, that, that's a few of our of our thoughts. Uh, That'll be the angriest five heart podcast we'll ever do. So, that just shows how passionate we are, and how tired and grumpy we are. We're old. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When when Brian finally got home from work, he was working diligently late into the night. I had already drifted off to sleep, and, and I'm the one. I'm the one that told him not to. We'll do it, you know. Let's do, it. Let's, you know, folks. I told him, I said, "Hey, let's do it Tuesday," and I never heard back. And <laughs> in a, all, all, all in, of a sudden, in my defense, sudden, hey, let's do it. In my defense, I've spent t- most of Tuesday looking for a new job, so that that's my, that's 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 on the Greg Mahachko to do list by hopefully by May is to be not where I'm at, so. He wants to show you his crack plumber. Yeah, uh, you know what? Anywhere, uh, you'd be surprised some of the some of the places I stopped on Tuesday and and introduced myself and delivered a resume. It, it's yeah, I check. Hmm. Check cheese. 
Didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese. You know, I've never actually stepped foot in a Chuck E. Cheese. Really? Yeah. You're probably not better off. You know, the funny thing, though, is about that place is... I remember. I'm so old. I remember when it was Showbiz Pizza. Ah, yes. But you also remember when it, like, you know, served beer. Yeah, and and it's a good thing, too. Well. Pizza and beer goes hand in hand to me. Well, pizza tokens for kids and beer, but yeah. Yeah, might as well. I'd rather just spend $10 and buy buy my boy a plastic whistle and save the the headache of throwing a skee ball at somebody. <laughs> Don't throw a skee ball at people. Hmm? I could have just thrown a skee ball just now and it would have been nice. I know you could have, and I could see the targets already in, in formulating around your brain. All right, that's it. Uh, no more thoughts of violence tonight. Uh, w- <laughs> Brian, have a, have a fun trip. Down to uh, the the okay. I'm gonna see if I can get this name right. The no, no, just have a fun trip. I'm not gonna get it right. Uh, the Frisco Classic. If you're there at the Frisco Classic, come say hi to me. I don't know why I kept. I wanted to say the Dr Pepper something. Dr Pepper Ballpark. Is it? Is that what it is? All right. I feel yeah. better now. I feel slightly vindicated. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if they'll serve Pepsi. Uh, it's it's Texas, so Coke. They'll have coke. Uh, no, it's 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 near Plano, and Plano's where Dr Pepper was. Well, I don't know if it was invented there, but that's where it's home now. So, all right. Uh, so, if you're at the Frisco Classic, go but see I'll bet the Frisco good barbecue. Hmm. But have some good barbecue. Nice. Let me finish my let me finish my pun. If you're pun. at the Frisco Classic, go see the Frisco Kid, Brian Toll. Shut the fuck up. Close it. That was so bad. That was all right. Uh, <laughs> Harley for Greg Mahachka. This is Brian Toll. Thanks for listening to the Five Heart Podcast. Remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, both of us, the links will be below this player when you see it on the site. If you're on iTunes, well, gosh, go find Five Heart Podcast on Facebook. Five Heart Podcast. That's number five with Heart Podcast on Twitter. Follow us both there. And if you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe that and go see all the other things at journeymonkey.com and the big great copcast at coordination.com. For Greg, this is Brian. Take care, safe, safe. Five hearts. You probably could use four of those, but hey, go big red. I'm going to say the end and you're going to deal with it. Remember the five heart is all the heart you need. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.